0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today is World Book Day, so this is very special. I dressed up as an enderman for Minecraft. I even got a book about it. It's called Mojang Minecraft Dungeons: The Rise of the Archidjera. Matt Fulbeck, I'm not sure I pronounced that correctly. New York Times best-selling author. Mojang official product. Here's the prologue. Carl wasn't sure why a bunch of undead mobs had decided. To attack the raiding party of villagers who'd been roaming around through their lands of outside the village he adopted, but he didn't question his good fortune. he has been spoiling a fight all for all week. Now on his otherwise dreary and rainy day, he had finally won. On his hands, a smile to. A smarter hero might have found a comfortable place to sit, in a clear stretch of grass or even a convenient tree stump would do, and might have watched the entire battle unfold in the clearing before the hill on which he stood. It would have been easy to just let the two sides fight it out, wasting all their energy on each other in the end. There might have only have been a few foes left over to take care of, or maybe to watch just one off, for car was a man of action. Action! A hero in his own mind, if not if not in the minds of others, though. So help him! The fight looked like fun, and he wasn't allowed to let all those uh, fools down there have have all of it. Bellowing aloud, was wordless butterfly. Ah! Car drew his jagged iron sword and charged down into the fray uh side that's this is what i see it should have been diamond <laughs> and it's <also> a diamond diamond <laughs> into the fray a wide and reckless grin creased his face The undead mobs were too focused on their current throws to notice the screaming hero seriously so to comment, seriously he's screaming <laughs> screaming hero racing towards them but the Illagers spotted him and b- began to break off from the fight. Carl cackled with delight at their reactions. Clearly his reputation as a mighty warrior had preceded him. Yes, it had. He could have understood why the Illagers would flee before him. They had lives they valued. and the undead, who wouldn't burden with such treasures, continued to ignore him though. They chased after the Illagers instead Carl knew it wasn't terribly fair to attack the foes from behind, for he never really worried about such things. But all the undead were mobs, right? And there were so many of them, and it only seemed to wise. He waded behind the se- skeletons and the zombies, swinging them from behind. Whack! A whack! A whack! T N T boom. Well, aside to comment, there wasn't really any T N T. He mowed them down like fresh grass, his blades singing a metallic song of death. Death to the undead, he shouted as he struck again and again. If he stopped to think about it again, which he wouldn't, his words wouldn't make any sense, but he didn't care. The undead weren't about to correct him. Side comments. They were already dead, and he's saying, dead to the undead. But they are already dead, so then how how can he make them dead? So, double dead, I'm not sure. (laughs) Carl smacked the nearby skeleton, knocking it into a pile of bones with a single swing of his sword. Side comments, it must have been a crit. Knocking it into a, by the way that is not, the the knocking is not a side comment, but now this is a side comment. So I think the side comments is when I'm whispering, kind of. (laughs) Uh, he stopped to shade his eyes from the rain and watched at it's bl- Blouch. I'm not sure how to say that, sorry. blouch skull arced high over the fleeing villagers and landed in front of them. They skidded to a halt behind it, horrified at what its what sudden appearance might mean for them. Carl threw back his head to laugh at the reaction, but when he was flying through, he saw the remaining skeletons and zombies had finally figured out that he was a bigger threat and had turned on him. The skeletons spread out flank- to flank him already, peppering with arrows from their bows. Meanwhile, the pack of zombies lung- lunged for him, filling the air with his wordless groans. But, but the groans... Like what? Good? Like good is even though, what? That, by the way, that was a side comment. Cause my, uh, grew evil wider. Even wider. Bring it on! He shouted as he plunged into the crowd of zombies and slung his blade back and forth, smashing down foes with every strike. They were downsized to be being a hero. It was a lonely job in a strange land where you couldn't make a bit of sense out of the local language. You would, you wound up saving place over and over, and no one even bothered to say thank you. The only people who really got to him were the other heroes, and they didn't always want to have much to do with him either. But Carl didn't care about any of that. This is what he lived for. He never felt more alive than when he was beating down mobs and taking the loot. That is a bit weird. the zombies crowded so thick around Carl that they couldn't all get him. Despite this, the skeletons kept shooting at him, planting arrows into the backs of the zombie pals. Seriously, but why would they shoot? They're just gonna kill their zombie pals and it, and other zombies, even in their pals. Weird. Mm. Carl spun. About like a top, hacking away with his sword in every direction, zombies fell away from him, toppling like saplings before an axe. Few of them managed to lay a rotten finger on him, and even those glanced off his armor, leaving him unharmed. As the crowd of groaning zombies around him thinned, uh, Arrow finally made it through his me- melee and caught him onto the soldier. His soldier uh i'm not sure how to pronounce that oh it's really bad it always gets me shoulder yes did it i was stuck to his arm has been fired into the tree the tip of it had punched 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 the iron stabbed into his skin although not much farther the magnitude of the ink injury didn't matter to carl the fact that he's been damaged Oh, made him seem red. Hey, he shouted at the skeleton. Let hurt. of course, that hurt. Furious, Carl, but then the last zombie with a few quick blows turned his attention to the skeletons. You people that he towed With your bones. Lycomons. Uh, uh. He flanked the skinny monsters, moving to line them up in a rough row so they couldn't all shoot at him at once. Then he began chopping his way through them like a farmer taking down grains at the harvest. The creature peered into him with arrows, sticking several more in his armor, but all they did was make him angrier. Fighting skeletons were supposed to be fun for him, not dangerous, as the last bony beast fell before his mighty blade. Second, like, oh, he should use a bow as well. Carl so let loose a howl of triumph and spun around to see who else might want a piece of him. His eyes fell upon a hapless illager who had turned to face him, their weapons Alto and Rebbe. Apparently, they found their courage to defeat. The undead of the undead. They were too witless to shiver at his approach. Those with any brains in their head would have fallen to their knees and begged him for mercy, but these nomadic readers actually charged at him as if they stood a chance. The ridiculousness of the moment brought a laugh to Carl's lips once again. The anger he felt the skeletons faded away as he roared with delight as he threw himself and his sword against the incoming illagers, but before he could reach them. Though one of the illagers, in particular, shot short one with massive nose, raced forward, spun about, and shouted something in his compatriots. He seemed to be pleading with them and so show some sense, something that Carl had long decided was unworthy bothering when it came to such people. They won't will- listen, Carl said to the little Ija, even though he knew no one could understand him. They never ned- bad- do. If the imp wanted to keep his buddies from trying to take off Carl's head, well he wasn't gonna stop him. But he but he wasn't gonna lower his sword either. The little guy gibbered something along his barbaric language begging to the other to see reason, to be swayed by the power of his logic, emotion, and words. come marvelled at the way he would he would have he spotted a two headed pig roaming around the village. Amazingly but really going to make a difference. In the end he was still gonna whack it with his sword. Properly The other illogist listened to the little guy for a moment, but they steamed at him clearly unhappy for whatever he was blathering about. The little guy rose rose almost to a squeak as he reduced himself what Carl could only intercept as actual begging. It ended when the illogist standing in front of the little guy reached out and smacked him on the side of the head with the flat of his sword. That put a sudden end to the squeaking, the little guy and li- the little guy toppled right over senseless before he hit the ground. Before the bigger illager could even call for that car took him out with a sharp snap with the blade. He recognized the fight starting when he saw one and he wasn't going to get caught flat footed. It's on! He shouted at the illagers as he bowled into them, knocking over like bowling pins it's on over the course of the next few minutes a car systematically took down each of every one of the villages some of them fought well most of them didn't some of them tried to flee he didn't let them in his experience he allowed him to get away they only come back to bother him later or torch their village or annoy him in some other way the only good ways to make sure make sure that didn't happen was to get rid of them for good he might have felt bad about it but they were the ones who attacked him even he saved them from all those undead mobs not an ounce of gratitude from any of you he said as he surveyed the title battery and the utter absence of anyone to stand against him so that's what you get a high pitched groan sounded from across the field and Carl perked up his ears and squinted around to see if he could de- detect where it came from. He stumped his it stumped him at first, but after a moment he spotted an illager stirring on the far side of the field. Hmm, he said as he strolled over to sh- check out the one survivor. I thought I got them all. When he reached a soft, groaning illager, he realised his mystic. This one was much smaller than the rest. Ah, Carl said as he recognised the Elijah, who tried to talk some sense in the other. The little guy was a big mouth. He knelt down to the creature and turned him over onto his back. Nice try there, fella, he said with a chuckle. I mean, it was worthless, but I respect that effort. The sword of Elijah gazed upon him with dismay and then tried to retreat. Since he was already on the ground, what he could do was warm away on his butt, right until he bumped in the tree stump behind him. Carl could put, got up, put his sword away, put away his sword and dusted off his hands. I'm not going to hurt you, he told the little guy. You didn't need a solid... You did me a solid by distracting that big fella anyway. Once I took him out, the rest of your little band of misfits went down easily. The body of the little guy had run into a, let- a low moon. Heart edged up the fallen energy and leaned over to get a better look at him. Was that the one he s- stabbed to start the battle then? Honestly, he had a hard time telling the bandits apart. That's alright, he told the little guy who goggled at him with his fear struck eyes. He didn't look much of a threat at anyone at the moment, moment, moment. He was feeling magamous at the moment. All he wanted to do to keep the mobs away from the Ill- village. And he managed that, mopping up the last injured illogist didn't seem worth their bother. The idea struck Carl then, something that would make him seem clever rather than lazy. At least in his own estimation, tell you what he said to the little guy as the other illegist seemed too miserable to manage to listen, this is your lucky gate, I'm going to let you and your groaning pal go there go, you know why? This little guy couldn't possibly understand Carl's word. He maybe got it just from the tone. Either way he shook his beginner's head in terror at just the right time. Carl flashed a white smile. Because you're gonna go back to your whatever you rotty, scummy illeges call him home, and you're gonna tell the rest of your kind to not come around to it anymore. This village is under my protection, you get it? And when your people ask you what happened then, all of your friends, I would want to tell them one thing. Carl held up his index finger. They emphasise under this particular point. One thing, right? Like, Little guy gasped as why he tried to pass it what he did. Maybe he gave up. Maybe he finally got it. In any case, he nodded in so hard in agreement that it looked like his head might fall off. Tell them my name. Carl pointed to himself. Tell them. Carl. So that's it for today's episode. See you next time. Bye. Hope you have a good World Book Day.